Hello and welcome to the stories of Northern Life from the Sault Ste. Marie Museum. While looking around the Sioux Museum or our content that we put online, you might notice two names, David and Margaret Pym. They occupy a unique role to the museum, as while they may not have had anything to do with the actual museum, they did have a great deal to do with the building's original function, the Sioux's post office. The couple served as the first postmaster and postmistress, but their stories go much further and wider than that. Much of David's early life is unknown, but we do know he was born in Dublin, Ireland around 1827. And it was known that he lived in Toronto for some time after immigrating to Canada. It was there he met his soon-to-be wife, Margaret Campbell Bouchard. Margaret Pym was from Dundee, Scotland, and was born on April 2nd, 1933. The two were married in Owen Sound in 1852. Soon after, the two moved to Sault Ste. Marie. It did not take long for the Pyms to become important citizens of the growing town. Their first action of note was to purchase the rights to the land of the old stone house, which at the time was still owned by the Ermatinger family. They put the property to use as a hotel, and this became a job they both seemed to excel at. With one tenant declaring, never was there a more attentive landlord or landlady, nor have we tasted better food since we landed in America. In 1857, David Pym purchased more land, 50 acres to be exact, on the top of what is now called Pym Hill. This is the first recorded property transaction in Sault Ste. Marie. The property included an Anglican church that had been built in 1832 on the corner of where Bourne Avenue and Great Northern Road now meet. Using a team of oxen, Pym moved the building to the bottom of the hill, now 162 Pym Street, where he turned it into a house for his family. A porch was built on the front, an addition was built on the back. Members of the family continued to live in the home until 1923, when it was sold to Mr. George Hanley, who demolished the home to build more modern residences. Margaret and David had five children. Mary Ann was born August 12, 1853, in the Ermatinger Oldstone House, and was apparently the first white child born in Sault Ste. Marie. Mary taught music to the children of Sault Ste. Marie and was the first organist and choir master at St. Luke's Church, which was built in 1870. After the sudden death of her husband, William Lustcombe, Mary assisted her mother in the post office. Mary died on December 24, 1945, and is buried in Old Greenwood Cemetery in the Pym Plot. Charles James was born on December 27, 1854, in Owen Sound. Charles worked as a clerk at the store at the government dock, as well as the lighthouse keeper on Caribou Island. In 1901, Charles became the town clerk for Sault Ste. Marie and then the city clerk, a position he held until his death on July 4, 1914.
He was survived by his wife, Margaret Sawyer, and seven children, Layla, Faye, Chester, Mike, Edward, Marguerite, and May. Harry Pilgrim was born on March 22, 1858. He was the first working tinsmith and plumber to open a business in Algoma and served as a member of the Municipal Council. He passed on June 18, 1903. Robert Simpson was born in 1862. He moved to Delamar, Idaho to work in the silver mines and married Pauline Bowden in 1903. He died in Idaho in December 1926 without having ever returned to Sault Ste. Marie. Sarah Otten was born in 1862 and worked in the post office with her mother and sister Mary. She died December 26, 1944. But why are we actually talking about the Pym family today? Well, David Pym is likely most well known for being the Sioux's second officially appointed postmaster, a role he took up in 1858. He ended up fulfilling much of his duties from his home in the Old Stone House, as he felt that the current post office had grown too small. After outgrowing the Old Stone House space, David and Margaret moved the post office once again to an old schoolhouse located on Pym Stream. As mail delivery could be uncertain in those times due to it being brought by boat, sled, or foot, particularly in the winter months, David let people know when it had come by raising a flag. David accomplished other things in Sault Ste. Marie as well. He was appointed both revenue inspector and issuer of shop and tavern licenses in the district of Algoma in 1861, which combined with his role as postmaster certainly made for an impressive resume. He also began construction on a dock located at Pym Street, which later became the government dock in the same area. Sadly, in 1870, David Pym abruptly died of an unknown cause at the age of 43. It was rumored that Margaret herself killed her husband, David. And if you ask any of the museum staff, there's just a look in her eyes in all her portraits. We just might think that that rumor is true. But Margaret took over all of David's duties as postmaster after his death. She became the first postmistress for the Sioux until 1903. She was relieved of this role in 1903 because an inspector came into town. And by the end of the day, Margaret was given a letter that I will read to you. And the next morning, the office was turned over to Dr. Adams. The letter reads, Miss M.C. Pym, Dear Madame, I beg to inform you that the question of the postmastership of the Sault Ste. Marie Post Office had been under consideration by this department, and it has been decided. In view of the rapid growth and expansion of the town of Sault Ste. Marie, that a postmaster should be in charge of the post office, who can give regular personal attention to the duties of the office. As you are unable to give such necessary attention to the office, it has been decided, therefore, to make a new appointment to the postmastership. The post office inspector at Toronto will communicate with you further in regard to the matter. Your truly, W. Smith Secretary. 
This story seems a little fishy if you ask me, but the city sure was growing at this time, and the government recognized it then. Shortly after this, the post office was moved to the newly built Dominion Building that we know today as the old post office and where the Sioux Museum is housed. Three years after that transition, Margaret would pass away at the age of 72 which would mean that she was the oldest living person in Sault Ste. Marie at the time. Her funeral was largely attended, and she was buried next to her husband in Old Town Cemetery. This cemetery is open to the public and located on Queen Street across from the Bug Lab. Some other famous names of the people of the Sioux's past are also buried here. As you are out and about on your last few late summer walks, maybe detour from the normal boardwalk route and go along Queen Street, maybe pop into the old cemetery and see how many names you can recognize. Thanks so much for listening to the Stories of Northern Life podcast, and we will talk to you next week. Ciao for now.